Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a Thing Park Podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me as ever is Josh. Hello there. Hello there, Josh. How's it going? Good, thank you. Yourself? Uh, as well as can be expected, Josh, we are about, what, ten, maybe ten and a half hours away from it coming home. Yes. Or being deported. What are you going for? Uh... <sighs> Predictions, please. Oh, God. Uh, I don't think we win this in regular time if we win it. Okay. That is the most non-committal answer I could have uh, asked. I could so, have so I there. think if we do win it, it goes to penalties. Oh, okay. Um, but I actually think we lose it by a goal in extra time. Oh, heartbreaking. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Well... For the people out there who maybe don't know what we're talking about, England have reached the European Championship final, which, yeah. as of recording, is about 10 hours away. Yeah. And so you'll know the result by the time you hear this. Yeah, so... Chris coming home! <laughs> or... <sighs> Another year of hurt. Yeah. I'm just going to get phenomenally bitter about everything if we lose. Yes. Well, what do we expect? We have some poxy Tottenham strider up front. Of course we're going to lose when it matters most. Uh, Rubbish. A friend of ours uh, is going to the game, or at least one friend of ours that I know of. Oh, okay. Uh, a friend of the show, you mean, or just a friend? A friend. Okay, um, fine. Uh, from school. Uh, Jordan, I should say. Actually, okay. Because uh, it doesn't really matter. He's managed to get himself a ticket, so uh, congrats to him. Lucky, lucky man. Yeah. Although well, getting home from Wembley is going to be a bit leery, I'd imagine. I'd imagine win or lose. so. Yes, win or lose. I think lose, uh, I would I would consider investing in security if you own an Italian cafe or restaurant yeah. in the capital tonight. Uh, and to be honest, even if you win, you'll probably still get some grief. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, to be Italian in London tonight, it could be rough. That's a more Indeed. Anyway... Uh, I've been listening to some England songs on the way to the studio today, okay. get, getting in the mood, yeah. trying to sort of branch out from "It's Coming Home." Yes, and uh, well, world in motion, indulging it, yeah, and some from the past, and being reminded of like Vindaloo oh. and the incredible, incredible lyrics such as, such as. Can I introduce you, please, to a lump of cheddar cheese? <laughs> Tay Tay could never. Yeah, no. That's what I have to say. Even like one of the main lyrics, like, or I think it's like the first lyric is Me and me mum and me dad and me gran. Yeah. We're off to Waterloo. <laughs> me and me mum, me dad and me gran, and a bucket of Vindaloo. Bucket. <laughs> yeah, pretty much spot on. Yeah, it's Some, a corker. It, it really is. It really is. That should, that should be the fireworks show at the London Resort, is, uh, is do it to Vindaloo. <laughs> I've had enough of, like, cheesy Disney backing tracks for my yeah. fireworks show. I want something really dumb mm. and very English. So yeah. Vindaloo would be great. Yeah. Or, you know, Tub Thumping, I'll take that Tub, as well. Yeah, that's, that is very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you listen to uh, Shout? No. I'm not so uh, familiar James with that. James Corden? One. No. I try and actively avoid James Corden, to be honest. I think gone July 19th and generally in life, you know, Obviously, I take measures to avoid coronavirus, but yes. well before this, I was taking measures to actively avoid James Corden. Yeah, yeah naturally. He's the real pandemic, as yeah, far yeah, as I'm yeah. concerned. 100%. Uh, I think that's maybe 2012, maybe, something like that. I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, well worth avoiding, I would say. Right. I've I've become aware recently of the Atomic Kitten 
remix. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gareth Southgate turns me on. Yes. Which, uh, I mean, each to their own, I guess. It's a good one. Uh, I, sure. Yeah. You know, he rocks a waistcoat pretty well, the guy. Yeah. Just, or that new uh, cut-off tie that he's been rocking on mm. late. Uh, interesting, a knitted cut-off tie. So it's a good look. It's strong. What would uh, if the England team were a theme park ride? What would it? What would it be? Uh, I actually think it would I reckon be... a drop tower. I, you Just re- as you, you think you're going to reach tower. the top of the world, you plummet at <laughs> yeah. astonishing yeah. speed. <laughs> uh, it would be sort of like a Oblivion, I think. Uh, but okay, yeah. but much longer. Like the that so you're just climbing for ages, and it's really boring. Yeah. Uh, and you're and you're but you're progressing, but it's just a, such a boring progression. Yeah, fine. Uh, and then it just drops, and then that's it. It's all over. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds like we're optimistic for tonight. <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully, we've got egg on our faces tomorrow. Yes, and uh, and it's happy happy days. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll put together a fancy intro if they win. You know, oh. to celebrate. Excited. Uh, you got to put two intros together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see what's going to happen. Exactly. Well... You're used to that, though, right? With uh, working for uh, a major news corporation. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I have no doubt that there are already fully written England have won and England have lost pieces, ready to go. Right, yeah. Uh, whenever the time S- comes. Slot in score here. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I'm still angry that my Boris Johnson has died piece never saw the light of day. <laughs> Anyway, uh, thanks for all the kind words last week for our fancy horror-themed intro. That was a lot of fun to make. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, we are we are in the studio again now this week. Two weeks running. Yes. Yeah. Now, can it's, you believe it? It's the new, the old normal, the new normal. Yeah. I thought for a moment uh, when you messaged saying you'd forgot on your microphone that we might not be in the studio because uh, I hadn't read the whole message. Right. Uh, but I was like, oh, is, is that it? We've done, we've done one in the studio. It's over. <laughs> But no, the streak continues. The streak does continue. For how long? We'll have to wait and see. The uh, the odds would suggest that one of us will get pinged at some point soon. It feels like people are getting pinged like flies. Yeah. I was going to say dropping like flies. That's not necessarily the case. So uh, here in the UK, for people that aren't aware, we have this app that uh, uses you know the contact tracing stuff in iPhones and Android phones to let you know if you've come into contact with someone that tests positive for coronavirus. And anecdotally, there are a lot of people getting pinged at the moment. Yes. Because uh, there are a lot of people get testing positive for coronavirus and therefore even more people are getting pinged. Yeah. So um, um, having spent a decent amount of time over the last week on trains, at work, yeah. in cinemas, in a restaurant. Yeah, I've been out I reckon of pubs. The odds are stacked again. If I'm going to get pinged, I reckon it could well happen yeah. in the next few days. Yeah. If I get out, if I'm clear in the next few days, I'm probably all right, I I've reckon. A, I'm out for a barbecue this this evening uh, to then watch the football, so I've deleted the app. Oh, so that's get, sensible. That's not true. I haven't actually done oh, that. Fine. I'm not a heathen. No, that's true. But I think there are certain circumstances where you could probably get away with deleting it, you know, yeah, yeah. and you'd be all right. Yeah. And it's like if you're leaving it in a locker or something like that. If you go, yes. I mean, h- humour me. Go on. If I went to a gym, <laughs> I could barely keep a straight face just imagining it. <laughs> yeah. I uh, left my phone in the I'm locker. I'm not sure where this is going. I'd turn the contact tracing off. Yeah. Because then, you know, someone else who might test positive later might put their phone in the locker next to you. It's true. And then you might get pinged having never even seen the bloke. It's true. Yeah. So Have you seen the advert of the guy who uh, is going to the gym and he's acting like he's all going to do a massive session, going to do on the weights or whatever? And then 
<laughs> it just cuts. It cuts. He gets and he's like says hello to the uh, woman behind the reception as if he goes all the time. He just climbs into the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> he's got this like really high pitch. He goes, "Big sesh today." Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just the thought of Jim. Just ugh. yeah. Gross. No thanks. Don't like it. Anyway, moving on to theme parks, I guess. Although, actually, before we do that, uh, we have played more Sea of Thieves this week. We did. And maybe the most theme parky sequence of the whole damn thing so far. Uh, so last week we checked in, we've been playing the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean expansion for Sea of Thieves on the Xbox. It's a sort of open world pirate sim and we've been uh, we've been recommended the Pirates of the Caribbean expansion because apparently it's got some uh, references and, and, and is heavily influenced by the theme park ride rather than just the movies. And there was some good stuff when we first started playing it, but then, yeah, the, the, the level we got to this week and streamed it out, and it'll be going up on newhighscore.co.uk uh, this week, coming as, as of yeah. recording. Uh, it'll be out as of... Will it be uh, out, will it? Of this release. Oh, yeah. excellent. So you'll know what the football result is, and you can cheer yourself up with... An episode of A Pirate's Life yeah. on New High School. It's a, it's the best one of uh, the the series so far. I would say. You reckon? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So what? Why is that? Do you want? Why, why don't you tell tell the folks at home what we came up what we came up against? Well, us? first of all, just pure and simply uh, entertainment value. We're we're great on it. We are. We're uh, excellent. It's some of the best pirating and uh, captaining captaining of a ship I've ever seen. Sure, sure. Uh, in in any of the three episodes, but mm. oh boy, it starts off. You get a, kind of the ending of the first film, I guess it is, where you go where they go to. Uh, uh, I can't remember a name. Uh, oh, uh, Tia Dalma. Yes, that's the second film. Is that the second? That's the film? end of the second oh, okay. film. Yeah. Right. Come they, on, Josh. They kind of blur into one of the films. Yeah, I guess. Um, but then, but then, oh boy. Oh boy, indeed. Yeah, uh, I, I guess I don't know where that's meant to. What town that's meant to be? Uh, is it Tortuga? Maybe. Oh, or I'm not sure. Port Royal oh, might be Port Royal. Yeah, yeah. Is you, it Port Royal or Port Royal? I don't actually know. Like Port Royal, is it? How, is it a cheeseburger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yes, uh, essentially, you go through the ride. You go through the ride. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. You 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 go through a cave system, and uh, at the end of the cave system, you start seeing this castle. A uh, fortress, I should say, really. It's a fort. Yeah. Uh, and then on the other side, you see the ships. Yes. Attacking the fort. With all the VO and oh. music st- stripped straight from the ride. Straight from the ride. And then you got off your ship and you start uh, wandering through the town. Mm. Uh, and you see all of the... Everything. Every scene from the ride. You have the mayor so, being chucked down the well. Yeah. You've got red. Yeah. Uh, you've got... You got Jack poking his head out of the barrel. Yes. Um, You've got uh, down the river. You have boats with people in them, like they're on the ride. Yes, but they're dead. But they're dead. Yeah. Uh, you have the the jail scene uh, with Jack, uh, not Jack, uh, with the boat uh, with the dog, which we've with, which I call Jack. Yes, you got the dog, Jack. Uh, everything it's all there. Mm. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I do. I, I do quite like the. The morbid nature of hey, uh, we've put some boats here as if you know people are actually on the ride, but they're dead. <laughs> they're dead. Yeah, uh, that would be a grim Tannoy announcement to have to make yes. one day. 
People have died on Pirate of the Caribbean. Enjoy uh, the rest of your day <laughs> at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, we're going to have to play that whole level again. We are because the game screwed us yep. and uh, essentially kicked us out before it quite saved and we've lost uh, some amount of progress. Yes, uh, but... Yeah, alas. Uh, to be fair, of everything we've done so far in that in that game, if I had to do a bit of it again, it would be the Pirates and Caribbean ride. Yep. So I'm not too bothered about it. Uh, I guess maybe we'll stream it out again. We've been streaming at twitch.tv slash... Beastly.fordian. Beastly.fordian. There we are. So you can catch us then. We do tweet out when we're live, so just keep an eye on at Park Crush Podcast on Twitter. And then, as I say, they go up on newhighscore.co.uk after the fact. Yeah. Whenever I can get around to exporting it and putting it on YouTube. Indeed. Indeed. Well, you know... It's hard work being yeah. a, a video editor. It when is. you're working with such high quality stuff, yes. you know, you, you're under pressure to do it justice every time. Yeah, the, the level edits. of uh, editing in the uh, in the video is uh, top. It is. It's absolutely uh, outstanding. This week's uh, episode, I've cut it, uh, the intro uh, bit that I've, I've kind of cut out, and it starts with the bit where you go, um, and then there's dessert. <laughs> I don't remember this. So it's sort of like um, I can't remember the, the terminology for it, where they where you cut kind of mid uh, something going on. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. I, there is a word for that, but I I, I also can't remember what it is. Yeah, because we're having this weird conversation about pasta and stuff beforehand. I was like, that's irrelevant. But this weird line about dessert is kind of a good point to break into it. <laughs> Fine, I look forward to watching it myself. Anyway, so yeah, we have to replay that, and then I think there's two more after that. Yes. Two more quests to do as part of that, so I look forward to checking it out for sure. Anyway, on to uh, real-life theme parks and whatnot, and I think we're going to start with this uh, this clip that we came across on TikTok. <laughs> on the TikTok. And it's since gone all over the place, and we're now looking at a write-up on Yahoo News. Yeah. I think originally an independent write-up. Yeah, well, I think it seems like it's just the video on Yahoo News. But... Right. Oh, I see. Okay, so basically, th this was a, a you know kind of a classic like flat ride fairground ride at a, at a fairground in Michigan, and I don't know what kind of ride you would. Well, does this type of ride have a name? I guess it must do. It do will have a name. I can never remember the name of this one, um, but it's a fairground ride, so never go on fairground rides. Is uh... it's a it's a solid rule just to stick by for in general. I would suggest, but yeah, it's one of those where. I like to describe it as basically a sofa on the end of an arm. Yep. And it swings you round and round. Yes. That's basically what we're looking at here. Yeah. They've put the sofa on the end of an arm and put that arm on the back of a truck. Yes, absolutely. This is the kind of deep insight you come here for, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so this thing's spinning round at top speed and uh, the, the base of it, I guess you would describe it as, started to topple backwards. Yes. And it looked... I mean, this is the stuff of absolute nightmares. As yeah. someone who goes on rides, this kind of thing happening is absolutely terrifying to watch. It's uh, and it sort of go. It starts slamming up and down into the ground as it as it gets to its full height. As it swings upwards, it leans back. As it swings back down, it slams back down into the ground. Um, there have been reports I saw on Twitter uh, following this that apparently there was a river behind the ride. So this was on like a riverbank. So if it had toppled over, it would have fallen down into the river. Bloody hell. Which would have been even worse, obviously. Mm. Um, certainly if you're secure in the ride with your harnesses, then you, that's going to be a bad time. Um, it's going to be a bad time even if it was just flat ground. You, that's going to 
be some serious injuries, if not worse. Mm. Um, but bystanders. This remind me of the scene in uh, something I, I I miss from the current day superhero hero, uh, superhero movies. Right. Yeah. I always really appreciated, especially in the <laughs> Sam Raimi Spider Man films. You already know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Is how the everyman would mm. sometimes step in, and you'd yeah. have these moments of everyday heroism where. Spider-Man can't do this alone. Yeah. He needs backup needs from backup. the from the people. Yeah. Whether it's chucking bricks at the Green Goblin. <laughs> you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us, man. Or uh, stepping in front of Doc Ock on the train. Yeah. You know, uh, this there's... kind of stuff is crucial. And seeing, like, I don't know, two dozen people uh, jump onto the base of this ride to balance out. Yeah. Balance it out and stop it toppling over. I was getting strong Spider-Man from. <laughs> It's the first guy that does it that is uh, I got a lot of respect for. Yes, absolutely. Because uh, if it wasn't for him, no one I don't think would have done it. No, um, but he couldn't do it alone. No, he couldn't. Uh, so he started it. The wave then came from all, and they managed to hold it in place while the ride uh, was uh, stopped. It seems like they just pulled the power out of the back, which is why it then. Oh, they turned thing. it off and turned it on again. Well, they, I don't think they these turned lads it on. know what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. They pull the power out, which is why it then doesn't... It just keeps swinging for ages and ages. Mm. It doesn't, like, bring it to a stop, yes, like yeah. you'd expect. Um, but, yeah, I, as far as I'm aware, they all got off. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, hopefully action is taken against the operators of this fairground. Um, we'll try and follow up on this for next week, and we'll put the video in the show notes in case you haven't seen it. Yes. Um, I think the rules on... Uh, moving or mobile rides is a lot different to stationary rides that you mm. get in usual theme parks so uh the the safety requirements are a bit more lax i think uh, yeah. so maybe uh we, we should get some laws uh, put in place to uh, i love laws yeah love laws yeah absolutely yeah. cool well moving on i guess and uh josh it would be remiss of me not to invite you to have a rant about fast passes oh. So uh, there's a, an opportunity, uh, another opportunity to have one here this week. So uh, the floor is yours. Uh, away you go. Oh, dear. Uh, so Disneyland Paris, um, or Paris Avec Disneyland, <laughs> yes, uh, has officially uh, replaced Fast Passes with uh, Disney Premier Access. Oh, I, I see. Yeah. So every time you go on a ride, you get a free movie? No. Oh, damn. Yeah. Unfortunately not. Instead, they're using that same uh, moniker, same wording uh, for a new paid system of fast pass. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So they're replacing uh, the queue, the regular standby queue with this sort of um, standby pass, they're calling it. Uh, and that's basically... Uh, it's in, if you've been to Volcano Bay, which I, I, have, I have not. Okay, uh, so you have a regular standby line that you can queue up in if it says like wait time zero mm. minutes, or you can tap your tapu tapu in Volcano Bay on the uh, reader like you would a fast pass reader or whatever, um, and they'll give you a time slot to come back like later, like come back in thirty minutes or oh, okay. sixty minutes. Yeah. So it's going to um, work very much like that. So if there's no queue or very short queue, just queue. Mm-hmm. However, if the queue is a bit longer, uh, they'll give you a time slot to come back to later, um, and that's 
Um, I guess fine. It means that you're not waiting around in the queue for ages. You can go see um, some street attractions or go have some food while you're waiting or something like that. You don't have to spend four hours in the queue. Um, I actually think that's kind of a better system because you can experience more. You don't have to do queue up for four hours for to ride the Avatar ride, for example. Not that there is one of those at Disneyland Paris. Um, however, it's the other part of this, which is the problem. It's the uh, it's the premier access part. Uh, if you don't want to wait in line or use the standby pass system where you get a time slot to come back later, you can pay 8 to 15 euros per guest per attraction <sighs> to... That's outrageous. Going to a dedica- dedicated queue. So if you're a family of four, yeah, this is that's, it's getting expensive. That's potentially 60 euros. Yeah. Right? Um, and <laughs> it's not like you can pop, you buy it and then you just go straight on the ride. Mm. Uh, purchasing a Disney Premier Access gives you fast access to the attractions you choose but does not guarantee you immediate access. That is the actual words from Disney, which means that you would still potentially have to queue for a little bit of time to get on the ride. Yeah. Um, not only that, but you can only buy one Premier Access at a time. Okay. So uh, out of the list, so you maybe you were going on Big Thunder, you bought it for Big Thunder, like a sucker. Um, <laughs> you can then also buy one for Star Tours, The Adventure Continues. Yeah. Um, or Ratatouille Adventure Totalement Tukidaremi. Perfect. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The only attraction name that is fully in French. All the yeah. others are translated. Yeah. Autopia, Big really Thunder weird. Mountain, Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast, Peter Pan's Flight, Star Tours The Adventure Continues, Star Wars Hyperspace Mountain, The Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, all in English, but Ratatouille, L'Aventure, Dottomantoque de Remy, uh, in French. Oulay, Buku, Chalevoir. Uh, well. They are the rides that uh, you can get this premier access for. Um... I just it's nuts it's absolutely nuts yeah I'm not a fan no it's uh, it's it's a bad solution to a problem that does exist but is is of Disney's own making in the first place yes. I would suggest yeah and yeah the prices are absolutely obscene and there's no mention at all of you even getting some perks maybe if you're staying on site if you're already paying big money to stay yeah. at a Disney hotel doesn't seem like there's any I mean obviously you get your extra magic hours by staying there so that you know softens the blow somewhat for you. You get an extra hour in the park where there's there should be less people about. But yeah, it's uh, it's not something that I could ever envisage myself paying for. I think the only, I mean, it's it, like yeah, it it can be expensive. You think about the type of groups and party sizes that typically go to these Disney parks. There are going to be a lot of families, and for them, this is just going to price them out big style. I mean, the only way this even gets close to being reasonable if it was like a really big ride and you absolutely wanted wanted to do it and you were maybe by yourself and you'd pay the eight euros or whatever uh, but you know presumably single riders lines still exist on some of these bigger rides right so uh yeah I if you're by so, yourself i'm not convinced this would ever be a particularly necessary investment anyway but so obviously it's eight to 15 but if we take the upper end of this 
uh, family of four. That's four hundred and twenty quid for Dunbar Mask Euros. To do what? To to get a premier pass for every single one of, on this list. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, probably not worth it. No. Uh, uh, I mean, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but it, it, t- it tells you a lot about what Disney actually think of their customers that they are even that they even consider this idea, let alone actually enact yeah. it, and then try and sell it as being great. <laughs> the important thing is here: Disney reckons this will sell. Well, yes, because which it will, as we know. Uh, history tells us every day that goes by, I look on Twitter and um, come to the conclusion that people are idiots. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Um, the, the, I guess the only uh, potential benefit of this is because there will be no regular fast passes, like free fast passes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Josh, Josh, what you're saying is you've won, but at what cost? Yeah, yes. Uh, theory goes that the standby line will be shorter because the uh, flow of people will be predominantly from the standby line rather than predominantly from the fast pass line. So there is that potential benefit. So there'll be more people from the standby line going through every hour. <sighs> but will there? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if we want another Disneyland Paris rant, Josh. Oh, no. I've got one for you. got oh, one no. for you. Not strictly... Disney's fault, this one. But anyway... What, we, is it our fault because we're not going anywhere? Well, I don't know, Josh. I wouldn't like to comment. But we were planning, you know, a grand return potentially to Disneyland Paris, something of a... Oh, it's been a rough year and a half. Let's go and escape somewhere. Yeah. Disneyland Paris. Someone someone made the suggestion. Not you or I, no. I would say. It was yeah. you know, in one of our uh, uh, friendship groups. Uh, someone made the suggestion and, I thought, and we thought... Yeah, actually, that might be quite a nice idea. And it'll be the day we were planning to go would have been dead on the third year anniversary of when we went, of when we went in 2018 and, and the Park Rush idea yes. was born. Yeah. So it's, a special, it's got a special place in my heart, yep. Disneyland Paris in September. Mm. Uh, everyone started dropping like flies from that particular plan. Yeah. Uh, but then it came up at dinner the other night. My f- uh, parents were seeking some sort of you know status update. What's going on with your Disney trip? And I was like, oh, it doesn't seem like it's happening anymore. People are dropping out. And I was like, oh, why don't we go? Yes. I was like, oh, great. Yeah. All right. Cool. And people were like really up for it, really on board. I think everyone's kind of chomping at the bit for our holiday. Uh, obviously, I've I've gone on long enough on here about the various delays to our planned return to Florida and. We hope now that that's next spring, but you can never be certain. So we saw this as sort of, yeah, we, we should be yeah. able to do this, especially now that um, we're, we're allowed as vaccinated people yeah. a bit more flexibility with how we travel Go mental. Uh, to and from the UK. So we started looking into it. You know, everything's looking pretty reasonable still in terms of prices for accommodation mm. and the parks and stuff. We didn't know about this at the time. Bloody no. premier access. Bloody. Anyway. Uh, but then... Um, something that did then dawn on us was just how insane it is the covid testing regime you have to put yourself through to actually go anywhere yeah on holiday i didn't realize i must admit i'd kind of forgotten about it and so it's part and i think we all had so it's partly on us but also it then there's no flexibility with it whatsoever so if you're going away for three weeks the testing regime you have to put yourself through is the same as if you're going away for three days as we would be yeah which would mean you have to test yourself before you go 
for the benefit of the French. And it's a PCR test, is it? Uh, so you need either a PCR test taken within 72 hours of departure. That's considered the most accurate. Test. Right. But it can't, you can't get it on the NHS. No. Because you're not doing it. You're doing it for your own holiday reasons. So you have to go private. Yeah. They're very expensive. Right. Uh, you're looking at probably minimum £99. I think that's where... That's that's what they start at, at wow. uh, the pharmacist uh, and drugstore boots. Yeah. Uh, so times that by four. Yeah. Other it's, it's, uh, pharmacists it's, it's are expensive. available. Other pharmacists are available, absolutely. And they're all rip-offs. Yeah. Every single last one of them. Anyway. Uh, or an antigen test within 48 hours, which are cheaper and, cause, you know, a bit less accurate, quicker. Right. yeah. Um, so, so you know, you can... I mean, I, those will probably set you back. I think we looked and you could probably get those for around 60 quid. Right. Um so, yeah, you know, you're saving a decent amount of money by doing that. But anyway. Rapid flow tests not allowed? No, absolutely not. The ones you can just get for free to your yeah. house at the moment, you can't use those. Uh, which begs the question, like, well, what's, they, the, point? They, what's the point of, <laughs> yeah. of us even using those if they're not deemed to be yeah. good enough? I can't imagine anyone's using them properly anyway. No, probably not. Anyway, uh, then we have to have a test while we're in France for the benefit of the UK. Right. Uh, which would involve uh, getting tested potentially at Disneyland. So that would be private as well. Uh, who does who administers the test? I don't know. Is it Mickey himself? Is it Darth Vader? Uh, is it Tinkerbell? I don't is, know. Is that a PCR test as well? Uh, yes, it is. Right. Okay. So there's a, so there's a Disney <laughs> PCR test. <laughs> who knows how much that could be? Yeah. I don't know if there's a Premier Access version. <laughs> who knows? Uh, and then we have to. Have, and then this is the one that really doesn't make any sense to me. Then you need to have a test two days after you get back to I think prove that you're negative and able to go back about life. Once you're back in right, the UK. otherwise you have to quarantine. I like get, if it's positive, then you have to quarantine, right? So it's. But yeah, but you have to have the test regardless. Yeah. How they know you've, how they know that you're that you've had one, I don't know. But it does make sense to me, and of course, the fact that this is all taking place in our case over the course of three days just yeah. seems absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And unnecessary. If you're away for so two, three tested, weeks, then yeah, it makes sense. So if we're going away on a Monday, we would be getting tested on Saturday, Wednesday, and Friday. I mean, it seems pretty that's, OTT to that me. That's bonkers. And, that's uh, 300 quid a person, basically. Y- y- pretty, assuming the French price is the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's mad. <laughs> so, yeah, whether that trip will go ahead now, we, we're not sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, you'll have to stay at David Crockett's Ranch to... Uh... Well, I was on board with David Crockett's Ranch. And then one of the things that was so surprising, my, my family was so up for it. My dad was like, you know what? I'll pay the extra... Yeah. Let's go to one of the nicer ones. Yeah. Um, Which is what I would like. I'd like to do one of the nicer ones at some point uh, at Disney World as well. Yeah. Um, but it was like, because I was saying, you know, David Crockett, you have to drive. It's really short drive, but you do have to drive to the parks. And he yeah, was like, it's well, free parking. it'd be nice to be within walking distance of the hotel and the Disney village and everything. So we'd yeah. go out for dinner after the parks and have a drink and whatever, and we'd have to worry about the car. I, so I was like, oh, okay, great. But now, it's, now we're back at the stage of like, well, that extra 1,200 quid... Going from David Crockett yeah. to one of the nicer ones. That now is basically COVID tests. Yeah. Oh, now back at David Crockett. And the extra we were going to spend on the hotel are now COVID tests. Yeah. Ouch. So who knows what will happen there. So we've actually kind of lucked out by not going uh, in our friend group a little bit. Probably. I don't know. Maybe we've got a, we had a doctor in our midst. I don't know if he would have been able to uh, scrabble himself some <laughs> uh, some free tests. Some free tests. Yeah, yeah maybe. Do you need a lab to do the to, to to test? I don't need a lab, do you? I don't know. I have no idea. PCR, maybe you do. Yeah, but an antigen. That's to go into like a, a 
centrifuge, right, or something? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, there's my uh, there's my little rant. Yeah. yeah. We are the, now, you know, going on holiday is now a bit more feasible. I mean, you can argue, have your own arguments. Some people will say, why are you even considering going on holiday when cases are still so high? Yes. My answer to that is, yeah. if like, you're fully vaccinated, why shouldn't you be able to go and enjoy yourself a bit more? Because otherwise, what's the point of getting vaccinated? Also, is, is vaccination the goal, the end goal or not? What's the benefit of, what's the point? Of, like, it's, whether I go on holiday or not, mm. the result is the same. But there's still a high chance of me getting the virus or not. There's more chance of me getting COVID uh, at the supermarket here probably yeah, right or on now the train. Than, than there is on hyperspace mountain. Yeah. Uh, especially if I pay to skip the queue, yeah, then I've I mean, almost certainly won't get COVID on a thing park ride. People, that's how they get you. Yeah, that's it. I'm surprised they haven't had the balls to put it in the notes. It's like, not only will you get on the ride quicker, but your chances of contracting coronavirus from a positive guest slim. are slim to none yeah. if you're skip, paying to skip the queue. It's true. Which is what makes Premier Access the best value fast pass system in the world. TM. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, <laughs> the uh, the Disneyland Hotel, the main Disneyland Hotel, which is above the entrance gate to mm. Disneyland Paris, yes, is uh, awesome looking. We were looking at um, oh crap, what's it called? Is it like something Bay, uh, something Beach, maybe? Uh, uh, yeah, what's it, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Because there's a, there's a number of there's a surprising number of hotels at Disneyland Paris. There are, yeah. Some of them aren't open either. No. For the period that we're got, looking to so go. you've got, obviously, uh, Ranch de David Crockett. Yeah, which, um, I, which I liked. I was perfectly happy with that. Newport Bay, that's Ho- the one. Hotel Cheyenne, Newport yeah. Bay, uh, the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, oh, that's very nice. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Uh, not and then bad. There's, there's one that's been done up that's like Marvel-themed or Incredible. Yeah, that's just open, the Marvel one. The Art right. of Marvel. Yes, so there's lots of options. Um, I think that was already a hotel and they've like done a rebrand. Mm. So uh, I think we discussed it on an earlier podcast. I think so, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Something that makes us a bit happier, I guess, about theme parks. Food. Food. Yeah. Come on. So, so two things. We've got our first look, Josh, at the at Disney Cruise Line's Marvel Dining Experience. Ooh. Uh, which is called, uh, this is on the Disney Wish, and it's called Avengers Quantum Encounter. Uh, Leans on Ant-Man and the Wasp, of course, and I'd imagine they're going to be playing, pulling a lot of the same tricks as they do at the Test Kitchen at Disneyland right now. Yeah, I'd imagine you know, so. Ridiculously oversized food and undersized food. Yep. They are also claiming that they're going to have some sort of visual trickery going on at your tables so that you'll be able to see the size of the food change in real time somehow whoa so how quite how they manage that i don't know that's really that'd be really cool if they managed to pull it off yeah it says here ant-man and the wasp will be showing diners some of the avengers best tech including captain america's vibranium shield the arc reactor pin particles and the quantum core which uses cutting edge and highly unstable technology to shrink and grow targets at the push of a button so wow yeah who knows how that'll work they're going, to have dishes, they're going to have dishes inspired by Wakanda, Sokovia, and New York City. <laughs> so there we are. So a place that was demolished during a fight, another place that was demolished during a fight, and another <laughs> place that was demolished during a fight. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, okay, cool. Anyway, that's that. And then we've also got uh, a menu uh, for the uh, Epcot Food and Wine Festival, Josh. Oh, boy. Uh, and there's some pretty good-looking stuff here, if I do say so myself. Uh, we've got the Noodle Exchange, 
which will be serving uh, like Vietnamese dishes, lots of good-looking noodles, oh, some, pork. Some pho and some udon. Uh, hell yeah. We've got the Tangerine Cafe, ta- flavours of Morocco or ta- of the Medina. Tangerine. In Morocco. Yeah. It's spelled like, ta- like, a ta- like a Tangier, like Tangier the place. Oh, not Tangerine. Yeah. No, I like Tangerines. Uh, we've got the Rotunda Bistro, which is in the American Adventure. We've got chilled smoked shrimp salad, wild mushroom and truffle tart, chilled crab and avocado parfait. Ooh. Uh, every time I can't look at parfait without thinking of donkey from Shrek. <laughs> uh, the swanky saucy swine. Ooh. Where's Disney Traders? I don't know. I don't know where Disney Traders is, actually. Uh, is that the... Sh- oh, that might be the shop on across the lake opposite right. America. Right, maybe, yeah. Uh, I remember seeing some swanky, saucy swines last time I was using Tinder. Wee, uh, uh, brew wing at the Epcot Experience. They're uh, going to have wings, Josh, would you wings. believe? Various different types of wings and flatbreads. Cool. And then you have Lobster Landing and uh, Mac and Eats. And then you're going to have other marketplaces open throughout uh, from October 1st. Uh, Ireland, Brazil, Belgium, Spain, the Alps, Kenya and India. So you can eat your way around the world at Epcot. And by then, go on the Ratatouille ride, finally. I love... Some of these uh, kind of work, some of these kind of don't, like Ireland near the UK. That's, like, geographically fair, pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You've got to be careful, though, with your Irish politics when yes. you're talking about, you know, well, Brazil, what's part of the UK and what isn't. Mm. Brazil between France and, Monaco, and Morocco. Yeah, that, that is geographically suspect, <laughs> Yeah, to say the least. That's probably where I'd put Spain, personally. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Um Belgium, also between France and Morocco. Um, the Alps near Germany, sure. India near China, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of indulging, Bush Gardens have also said that you can get free beers again this summer. Oh which is boy! Great. That was the highlight. That always used to be the, the highlight of my dad's trips to SeaWorld and yeah. Bush Gardens when we were younger, when they used to be owned by Anheuser Busch. Of course. And used to have the beer gardens there, and you could go get a free beer, see the horses. Yeah. It was a good time. And they stopped doing that and uh, was very disappointed. But occasionally they do bring it back as sort of a nod to their legacy, I suppose. And yeah, it's going to be back this summer. You can go and get a free, uh, I think it's two half pints, possibly, that you're two entitled half, to. Can I have those two half pints in one pint? That would make some sense. Yeah. Yes, you would. Uh, that's my friend, as a pint. Um, they come in pints. They come in pints. I'm getting one. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? Um, I don't know what you're going to say. You're distracted by the thought of beer. I am, because uh, obviously they do their like beer club, right? Anyway, yes. So, I guess it's a good way of try the try these tasty beers, and also then sign up to the beer club. Uh, that's how they upsell. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. The ultimate upsell. Got two bits of uh, news from uh, New York, New York. Josh. New York, New York. New York, New York. What a wonderful town. Hell yes. First of all, all lands are now open at Legoland New York. It's true. So that's exciting. And uh, they're taking bookings now, I believe, uh, for the hotel, which opens on August 6th. Oh. Uh, I think that if there was a Legoland that I was going to try and, uh, you know, steal a kid to get into, it'd probably be this one. Don't, don't do that. I mean, look, am I going to do that? It's unlikely. It's unlikely. Okay. But if I was given a month to live... And I wanted to hit up as many theme parks as I could. Would I kidnap a kid to go to a Legoland? Yeah, maybe I would, Josh. Maybe I would. Could you not borrow? Is this incriminating? Possibly. Could you not borrow a kid? I don't know any kids to borrow. Uh, is there, <laughs> that's is probably there, a good can, thing. Can you rent a kid? Is there, are they renting, rent a kid? To, you know how, like, 
if you if you like dogs but don't really have the lifestyle to own a dog, a dog you can rent, you can rent, rent a dog you can like pay to take people's dogs on mm. walks that kind of thing is there the equivalent for a kid What's it I don't have about? a kid rent a pooch no one's attracted me attracted to me enough for me to end up with kids uh, <laughs> can I borrow a kid so that I can go to Legoland please um, does anyone is this a service that anyone offers we probably have like I mean I'll ignore the kid I'll I'll use the kid to get in and then alright see you later Billy yeah. Uh, enjoy yourself. Meet, meet back here at five o'clock. Uh, to be honest, I'll probably go home, find my own way home. <laughs> no. I'm here now. The kid needs to get home. The kid got me into Legoland. That's what you that's thought. It, that's He's it. He's a means to an end. He's done. Yeah. I'm done with you now. It, absolutely. Call your mum for a lift. Indeed. Well, it probably doesn't have a mum. That's probably why he's ended up there with me, right? Well, oh. uh, Anyway, yeah. Legoland, New York. You fancy getting there at some point, Josh? I mean, you could borrow some kids. There are kids. I, you have nieces and nephews. Yeah, I, you yeah. Could, you could grab hold of them. <laughs> Go Legoland. Uh, yeah, could do. Yeah. yeah. I'm unlikely to do New York, I think, with anytime soon. Uh, I'm unlikely to go back to New York anytime soon. I don't really care for New York particularly. Fine. So I, I'm more likely to do Windsor or maybe Florida than I am to do New York, I think. Fair enough, fair enough. How about this, though, with this tempt you back? Go on. Harry Potter store. Oh. Uh, the world's first and only, at the moment, flagship Harry Potter store in New York. Exciting. I'm guessing they sell... I mean, they claim to sell more stuff than any other Harry Potter retail place anywhere. But, of course, you do have various theme parks with Harry Potter lands that will have their own stores. You've got the studio tour here in the UK, which has its own store, pretty it's, big store. They probably sell everything that you can buy... At Universal Orlando, but mm. under one roof. Whereas at yeah, Universal, guess. it's multiple roofs, so it's sort of, sort of different shops. Mm, maybe. But if you include like Ollivander's and the Chocolate Emporium, whatever they call it, uh, and uh, the Weasley's joke shop, you put all of that under one roof, it's probably this accounts to the same. I've got some of the, do you want some of the exclusive merch that they have? Yeah, go on. Uh, it's pretty uninspiring, I to like, be fair. I like exclusive merch. Do, do they have... The Harry Potter New York Spirit jersey. Is okay. that a Quidditch team, like in the canon, the New York Spirit? That sounds like it might be a so Quidditch So a Spirit team. jersey is a type of jersey, a type of shirt that you can buy. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, Disney that's... do what, do them. Oh, that's, that's really lame of me. And I thought the New York Spirits were a Quidditch so, team. So... <laughs> So it's like a jumper, that, uh, like an oversized jumper, and across the back, like across the shoulders. Right. Uh, it says, like, so the Disney one says, Walk Disney World, Oh, this one says Harry Potter. Yes. Uh, and you've got the Harry Potter New York Forks hoodie. Is that a type of hoodie, or are they talking about the actual Forks, the uh, Phoenix? Uh, Is a Forks hoodie a thing? I don't know of a Forks hoodie. I've okay, never fine. heard of that. Uh, this does have a picture of Forks on it. Yeah, that sounds like it's a Forks... <laughs> Fork's Harry Potter thing more than uh, uh, you've got various pin badges that are exclusive apparently I like Tom I like I think you should get into uh, writing for the Harry Potter canon like the, the New York Spirits that's a good is that a good Quidditch team yeah I think Quidditch so. team name sure. Yeah. what is the thing the Pottermore is it Pottermore yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to become the chief sub-editor for P- Pottermore yeah. goodbye Sky News is that a sideways move in my career or a backward step? <laughs> I'm struggling to just. Yeah, I'm struggling know. to uh, even also, suggest it might be a forward. I also don't know whether uh, they have clubs or franchises in Quidditch or whether they because they just seem to have. Because mm. it's a world. I think Cup, they right? do have club. They have international teams. Did you play the Quidditch World Cup video game? I did in the know. day. It was quite good actually. Obviously, Quidditch actually exists as well. Sort yes, of. it does. I've gone to watch it and write. I wrote a feature about Quidditch. I apologise at one point it was, to our it was dear funny. listeners if they do play Quidditch. Yeah, 
like you're a bunch of embarrassing morons. It was. <laughs> sex, sex man sat in his childhood bedroom at the age of 20, 20, 27, 28. Yeah. Recording a Thing Park podcast for the 141st week in a row. <laughs> they also live in their childhood bedrooms, but they're chasing a man who's got a sock pushed down his pants. So. Who's the real loser? Yeah, and they probably do a po- There are probably real Quidditch podcasts out there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, a, a Griffin hoodie is that? Is that a type of hoodie, or is that a hoodie with a, <laughs> with, a, with a Griffin on it? Do you uh, know, that's just that's just merch that they've stolen from uh, Bush Gardens. Yes, Williamsburg. Uh, the Harry Potter New York hoodie, which I think is just it says Harry Potter New York on it, and a golden snitch wand. Uh, so I guess, what? yeah, I don't know. You can get butter beer here as well. I mean, this has been open for a couple of months at this point. This isn't the the news line, but until I came across this news line for the podcast, I hadn't really looked into this shop in any great detail. Do, so do I'm just kind of having a look at it for my own benefit. It looks quite cool. Do they have a Harry Potter New York baseball cap? Uh, I'm sure they do. Because if they don't, I'm out. Uh, but they. Uh, I mean, I've been to the Nintendo shop in in New York, which was quite cool as well. Mm. So, and this looks like it's of on another level to that, to be honest. Talking real quick about uh, Mario, obviously the Olympics this year, mm. that opening ceremony is going to be really sad with no no fans, no fans. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, yeah, they've declared a state of emergency. I would imagine it's one of those situations where. To the uh, outside, it probably looks absolutely absurd that Japan have declared an emergency and have banned all fans from the Olympics because of COVID. Meanwhile, the UK, with the most COVID in yeah. Europe right now, is like, yeah, sure, 65,000 people in Wembley for the final yeah. tonight. Uh, Goodwood Festival of Speed was on this weekend or is still yeah. on this weekend. Wimbledon's been full. Yeah. Uh, Goodwood Festival of Speed apparently is the largest single event mm. uh, since COVID happened in the UK. Right. Uh, the for British Formula One next year, uh, next week, is 140,000 people. Wow. Yeah. Of course, we should say, uh, for balance, uh, we, are, we are far ahead of Japan on vaccines. So... Yeah, suck it, Japan. uh, Suck it, Japan, absolutely. Uh, But when we'll get to go to Japan, I noticed while we were just before we started recording, (laughs) some Japan gift Japan guides on the bookshelf. That's true. We'll we'll get their back what they one day. Anyway, what I was getting to about this Harry Potter store, they're opening uh, two new VR experiences. Uh, I have lost. VR? Yeah, I've lost I've lost it. I've lost my link. Damn it, Josh. What have I done? What have I done? There was... uh, Chaos I'm at sorry Hogwarts. About this. Josh, kill time, kill time. Uh, so I, I can tell you exactly. There was chaos, something like chaos at Hogwarts. That sounds right. Um, and come fly with me. <laughs> let's fly. Let's fly away uh, with Hagrid uh, <laughs> on his magical mystery bike adventure. Uh, no, okay, we got. Oh, this website is a shambles. It keeps knocking me about the place. You tell me that name is wrong. And- <laughs> I've lost it again. Uh, I found it, and then the website sort of redirected me. The first one has Immobile in it, starring Immobile. Here it is. Uh, the Italian football player. I've done it again. God's sake. So the... Right, here we go. So Chaos at Hogwarts Yeah, that's, is, that's correct. Chaos at Hogwarts. Is set... I guess it's sort of a bit like a... Is it Chamber of Secrets with Gilderoy Lockhart, and they have the Pixies that they then have to capture... Uh, in the in the it's going to be a free roam experience apparently interesting yeah, okay. and the other one is wizards take flight where yes. you'll battle against the death eaters yeah um, through london by the looks of the uh yes. promotional video but 
they're saying this will use state-of-the-art VR tech with motion trackers and backpack-based hardware, which uh, I'm not quite so, sure what that means. Uh, backpack-based hardware means that you wear uh, a backpack right. with the uh, computer system in it. Oh, which like Ghostbusters. Like Ghostbusters, but it means that you're not tethered to anything. Right. So, so the you, computer's not in the headset like a like a Oculus Quest. Uh, more powerful than that and requires yes. an external... Yes. You, so you're talking more of a PC-based hardware. Oh, wow. Okay. But, uh, if by putting it in the backpack, it means that you're not tied to a computer that's sat somewhere. Mm. So you, you can free roam... Uh, more i must admit i mean the idea of uh vr in a in a setting like this during a pandemic is maybe not the most appealing thing in the world i hope those things no. are being thoroughly cleaned yes um, but the the wizards take flight one is going to have you sat on a physical broom and now and the reason i thought this That's was interesting cool. was because i thought i think alicia stella at park stop has reported previously that one of the potential new rides at a harry potter land at Epic Universe may well be VR. Oh, and I wondered whether this might be some sort of them sort of testing the water for how that might Maybe, work. Yeah, you know, some sort of broomstick-based ride That's where cool. where you've got VR mm. involved. So there we are. Yeah, I, I've never done a VR thing at a theme park. I would, I find it curious that it would be under consideration by Universal, considering that some of their competitors, or just other theme parks in general, not necessarily their competitors felt like they had like when VR was first becoming a thing that people might want to have in their homes yeah it feels like it's fallen away a bit now yeah there was that period where you had the PlayStation version and the Oculus versions and people were like trying it out and the Vive don't forget and the Vive, Vive and stuff yes of course which I have and so um, and during that period is when you saw like Crack and Get It at SeaWorld yeah um, Air Air at, uh, or Galactica or Galactica as it was at Alton Towers and they've since taken it away yeah so it seems weird to me that Universal, uh, who generally are like at the forefront of a lot of stuff, would be coming to it this late. If this is proved to be true, of course, in terms of the Epic Universe, it may yes. well not be. Uh, but I think the point, more of the point, is that from what we, I've seen from these videos, mm. they are above and away far more impressive implementations of the technology than Kraken or Galactica. Yes, but um, I just wondered if people just, regardless of how impressive it might be, whether people just don't like having VR stuff strapped to their face. Uh, that is one of the things. Kind uh, of situations. The technology has impre- improved quite a lot, like the frame rates mm. uh, or the, the refresh rates of the uh, screens. Uh, so you get a lot more or a lot less screen tearing. Um, it's a lot better for the eyes, uh, and you get a lot less um, like motion sickness. Mm. from the new systems that are obviously at a higher um, tech level than the previous systems. So I think that, you know, when they first came out, it was cool as a kind of niche thing in the home, but it wasn't really fit for general purpose because um, because of all the issues with screen tearing and uh, motion sickness, that sort of thing. But we could be at a point where we're getting to a place where it's more suitable for general consumption. Uh, there has been a Star Wars... VR thing at Disney Springs for oh is it uh, quite a while now yeah hmm. where's that in the Star Wars shop no it's like a I can't remember what it's called now um, it's like a the Void I think it's called um, and they've had a Star Wars thing there and they occasionally have another one going on as well and they're like it's a VR experience 
Huh. Um, I did not know this. Yeah. I've heard of it about it tangentially through uh, the Tim Tracker on YouTube. Oh, okay. He regularly goes oh, on it. Check that but, out. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, just two final little bits here. Uh, Universal are teaming up with Netflix again for their Halloween Horror Nights this year. Ooh. We've got The Haunting of Hill House. Remember, there was okay. a few years ago they did a Stranger Things house, which looked pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I've never watched Haunting of Hill House. I don't know if you... Have you? No, I didn't realise this was a Netflix thing. Yeah. I, I guess it must be pretty popular for it to have... Um, for Universal to have picked it up for, for Horror Nights. So, yeah, I'm sure it will be a, of high quality. And I guess this is a kind of big return for Horror Nights after kind of the scale. Was it on last year or was it just scaled back? I can't remember. No, there was a shop last year. Yeah, but there were no houses, were no. there? No. Okay, fine. Oh, they're speaking of the, the Horror Nights shop, the uh, Jurassic Park tribute store is going away. It will be replaced by. Of, yeah. I, I wish they'd bring it back next spring because it yeah. looks awesome. Yeah. I, I want to go, but obviously it's a limited thing, so it looks like I won't be able to. Uh, and then they replace it with like a mummy shop? I, I mean, that'd be cool, but I think, you know, the mummy shop there already is actually quite good. To be yeah, fair. that is true. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the new Jungle Cruise, the revamped Jungle Cruise that takes out the uh, now free of racism. It's basically Jungle Cruise with a now free of racism sticker yeah. on the sign. Uh, that opens at Disneyland this week coming, the 16th of July. No added racism. No added racism. Uh, that's, uh, as you listen to this, this Friday coming. So you can go and check out the new, less offensive, wokeified. <laughs> Jungle Cruise. <laughs> and Josh, I think that's going to do it Yeah, for this week's Park Crush podcast. Yep. Uh, you can, of course, keep up with the show in the week at Park Crush Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we may well be doing some more Sea of Thieves in this week, so uh, keep an eye on the Twitter feed and we'll let you know whenever we do go live. If you want to catch up with what we've been up to so far, you could do so at newhighscore.co.uk. Uh, if you want to email the show, you can, podcast at parkrush.com. Uh, you can also find every episode at parkrush.com or on your preferred podcasting app. That's going to do it. Hopefully, it has come home. Fingers crossed. Regardless, stay safe out there, everybody, especially if you're Italian. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.